Hey. Hey, how y'all doing? Okay, so this is going to be an opinion piece only. Just having a Friday morning, a bit of a mind whack this week, you know, selling off some old equipment, throwing out some old equipment. And I, I kind of went, went over the options that teams have out there and what newer teams are doing, what older teams are still doing. kind of thought, really, sometimes you get those epiphanies to talk about it, about equipment that is specifically made for our market, specifically made for ghost hunters, uh, and really the blown out of proportion that things are due to them and, and how fruitless these devices truly are when you finally come to that earmark in your head and go this is this is pointless and uh, it's it's I'm gonna that. Yeah. maybe I look back and straight. Um, because it's nothing like spending hundreds of dollars on a device that you really could spend much less on and it would do the same thing more efficiently. And you look less uh, like a ghost hunter. Uh, to remember, and, and I'm, what we do is already looked kind of down upon by many uh, in the communities. Uh, you know, you'll know that just by talking to your family. You know, you mention that you're a ghost hunter, and you go those eyes roll. There's a reason for it. So, I kind of wanted to go through some of that. This is going to have some opinions that they're going to get a couple of hassles up, I imagine. Um, and I've made these mistakes over the years completely, completely. And it's only through uh, experience, education, and working with other teams, uh, you know, that over 25 years of me investigating, you come to certain conclusions, some take longer than others, that uh, there's a certain amount of wasted time and money. Uh, I know now when I go on an investigation, I don't want to have all those hundreds of distractions. I just want a couple things that are just going to elicit a response and trap a response. Uh, none of us in this uh, field have ever proven anything. We don't even know what we're hunting, to be fair. None of us do. There's no proof that temperature, there's no proof that uh, electrical interference, um, any of it has anything to do with haunting. But that said, that's why we do some weird tests, right? And I, and I don't, you know, condemn doing oddball tests because nobody can say it doesn't work completely because you never know. Um, I've been pretty hard on the whole SLS thing and I will be again. Uh, but that is uh, kind of part of the game, right? Uh, but where it kind of comes down to is let me take it, it's like orb pictures, right? Maybe in the billions of orbs, there really is your Uncle Jack in one of those orbs. But when you're looking at a pragmatic side of things, uh, one in a billion is a really, really hard needle to pick out of that haystack. So you're probably not going to find that billionth orb that's going to make a mitigatable somewhat arguable gesture uh, to give evidence of paranormal. This is also a call out to teams that are new because a lot of the times teams that are new won't spend, and, and I did, uh, multiple thousands of dollars. Um, I've got two offices, about 18 investigators. I used to have three offices. And I've probably spent in the neighborhood of 20 grand in the last 25 years on equipment. 
could have spent much less than that. Uh, and I, I kind of want to go over some of those things that are just silly. Uh, I know like the first picture I've got up on my screen, and I'm, this is going to be incredibly low tech, you know, the REM pod. Let's show the REM pod. So that's built exactly for what we do, right? REM pod is essentially a K2 with a loudspeaker. Uh, you know, a little thick, thick vibration sets it off, but mostly I believe it's electrical interference. So it's like a K2. Now, reaching over to my kit bag, it's an old gray one. So I've got a K2 as well. Um, you know, I can take the K2 close to things or like, oh, look, I've got the K2, can't see it, but it's down near my fan and it's going to red, okay? So the K2 will be set off by pretty much everything. Gotta be honest with you, so you spend 60, 70 bucks on that. It's really sensitive, your phones can turn it on, uh, you know, a router in a house can turn it on. <coughs> At best, uh, we keep it around. Uh, I guess if somebody's doing a solo and sitting on a bed and talking to somebody, and if it strikes red like three, four strong times, maybe that's the reason to ask another question or walk around the room and see where the power is actually coming from. Never base a case off of it. So it's not absolutely necessary, but I guess it's a harmless enough piece of equipment. Uh, personally, uh, what I don't like to see are people doing base reads with K2. Uh, you know, I think you're probably better to invest your money. Uh, there are devices out there. That almost all uh, paranormal devices are based off of an actual device which has legitimate uses, you know, uh, if you're going to do base reads, you know what, invest the money, you know, get something like a tri-field, um, Mel's are okay too, but it's made for what we do, and it's two, three hundred bucks because of squawking noises and whatever, but essentially if, if you're using it for base reads, so you can maybe uh, get the plausible electrical interference that could be happening in the house that could possibly be creating a contamination issue with the synapses in the brain. Or so we think that that's what that is. Let's think. Let's, what's another What's another thing? It was just built for us. Uh, phantom light. Somebody complained about the phantom light. No, well, guess there's not too many pictures of the phantom light. Okay, well there used to be like a, a company come out and, and basically re-engineered an IR boom, uh, calling it a phantom light. Uh, we own one, it's really weak, quite poor, uh, when, you know, you can invest, you know, 40 bucks if you want to go that small and get a SEMA or something. This is already, already built for the market for night vision. Uh, it's a professional product, or you can have them built. There's no real reason to, to use that. The night shot thing, I'm looking to argue, investigate during the day, investigate at night, uh, whatever. That's a totally, totally different argument, which I'll have an argument on that later. Uh, there's, it's, it's really something you don't have to spend money on. I see a lot of teams that do uh, really high-end cameras. Um, high-end cameras, you kind of got to set, all right? You know, you got you to set and focus. And, and if you want to have that inspirational moment of that picture, it's really hard to. We used to have some really high-end cameras. Uh, really, as long as your camera's got a flash, 
you know, and you do need a camera because you've got to document this. Our main camera on the team down here uh, is this old uh, Canon, which I bought at a yard sale for 10 bucks. Uh, it's got 10 megapixels. It's not really a big deal. Um, it has a flash. It doesn't automatically come up. I have to put it down. Uh, and uh, it's been taking pictures from my team for 15 years. So no major complaint there. Uh, it, you know, you don't need to spend the money. Uh, let's see, what's some other garbage that people have out there? Oh, the ghost box or the wonder box. Silly thing here, you want to talk to you, and basically it's it's a, a radio transmitter with uh, some graphic EQ in it to make voices sound weird when they come out. Yet you're spending $700 on this for somebody on a radio station to say a word. For you to listen to it and make it sound weird. It sounded interesting it's it's entertaining on those shows but at the same time it's kind of smack yourself in the head over it. why would i spend 700 bucks for a radio transmitter when i could take an old uh you know tape deck in my house with a radio on it and smash it with a hammer it probably make the same kind of noise right i feel the same way about shack hacks uh shack hacks or sp7s sp11s um i know that some people have said they've got unintended results with these and there's methods, but still in effect, the problem comes down, and I know Morton and I were having this discussion, uh, that uh, you still can't prove it. It may have relation to what you're saying, but you still can't prove it. You still can't prove that it's not just bleed through from a radio station, a transmission of some kind, you know, and, and there, there and hence you've got that one in a billion unicorn where you're like, okay. How is that hard to prove? And so it, it becomes a little silly. So now you're spending 60, 70, 80, 100 bucks on this or 700 bucks on Wonderbox to make uh, great equalized noises that sound creepy, uh, probably for more entertainment than anything else. And unfortunately, those are the videos that do get the most views. Uh, what else brought up? Oh my, Obulus. Obulus, yes, let's get into place. Uh, can I bring an Obulus up here? Can I even spell Obulus? Uh, Obulus, Obulus Spirit Box. That's the one I'm most used to. Okay, or I've seen, and I've used an Obulus on an investigation. It, it's uh, one of those things that gives you immediate satisfaction, and that's what investigators that well, they're, they're new want. They want investigation number one to prove there's ghosts. Um, you're, you're all, you realize you you're basically have a dictionary of words that the newer models you can insert words to put in there. That's a recipe for disaster. Uh, that that are specifically aimed at what we do. You know, death, hanging, train, die, like all these kind of words are in there. How ridiculous is that? Let's take a dictionary of words that are paranormal. And this thing will randomly give it to you. I think it's kind of more like, like a child's game. I think. I think there was a game like that when I was a kid, where you press a button and it would just bring up a word. I don't know whether fart or something like that, just to make you laugh. Um, I don't get that very much. Uh, let me see. Uh, you know, phantom light bad flare. Flare is something that's kind of overused. I think. I don't. Flare is not a, a bad tool. I mean, flare is a professional tool. Uh, but it's, it's wrongly used. There is no indication that temperature has anything to do with spiritual activity. 
And most of the clear pictures that we see of ghosts are reflections off of the paint or, or something or a heat signature left behind. And the shows all seem to argue. They're like, hey, I've got uh, a warm picture here. And the other one, I've got a cold picture here. Well, what is it? Is, is spirit warm or cold? We don't even know if spirit is the size of a grain of sand. We don't know if spirit uh, comes back to life in the form of a shoebox. So, um, you know, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be a twit about it. I own a Flitter One for Android. I spent 400 bucks on it. However, uh, in capacity, uh, I think it, it harkens more to base reads in the way that if you're doing an investigation and one of the claims is that you're getting all kinds of cold drafts happening, you can turn on the flare and mark it out during the base reads. You know, you've got cold spots here, here, here. The other problem with flare is, frankly, is how how small education there is out there on actually how to read flare. Flare is for HVAC technicians and first responders to find hot spots and cold spots. Flare isn't for the average Joe to look at because the occurrences of negative, positive negatives or, or false positives are really high. So you got to be responsible with it. If you want to use it pragmatically and, and you know they say that they got it, cold things happening, and you take a, a bright scan around, and you can obviously see where very cold spots are, you can point that out to the client. Even during an investigation, I'm feeling a breeze, but the window is open. Okay, turn on your damn flare. Let me take a picture. Yeah, we've got like a significant cold spot, and I can stem that to the fact that it's coming from the window. So there's a more pragmatic way of using uh, that tool that will probably get you in a lot less trouble. Um, let's see. Next up, SLS. Okay. So I had the SLS, STS. Uh, I've heard this thing. I've heard this called bone camera, whatever. Uh, the Connect. 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 Something which has an algorithm program built into it that is specifically meant to try and recognize something as a human body part. That turns out to be table legs. Ever wondered why you have a little cricket in the corner like this? Ever wondered why up in a door corner you have a hanging man? Or when you're standing there with your hand out and your hand is next to a table, all of a sudden you're shaking hands with a cricket or something on the table. Or something that's shaking its leg around. Because it's got movable IR eyes on it and it's spinning around and grabbing that stuff. Don't get you started on the ones that are mobile. You walk around the mobile ones because that swiveling eye is just constantly grabbing everything possible you can. The unfortunate thing is with the SLS is it's immediate gratification. I can almost express, express it. Unless I put it in a neutral location and it's a flat wall with nothing in front of it, nothing's going to happen. I beta tested this for about 200 investigations it was built for me and I sold it. Because it was distracting, it took too much time to show people how to use it, and it took up too much battery. Flat out. Cool, neat little toy, it, but that's what it is. It's a toy. My grandchildren, when we did an investigation here, loved it because they could see all the spiky figures. But until something, and I've never seen a video where anybody showed me anything off SLS that works, but until something uh, in a completely sequestered area walks across the screen and you have video footage in the very same spot and nobody's actually walked across the screen, I won't consider anything compelling. That's just me, it's my opinion, the SLS is a boat anchor. Uh, apps, okay, we really have to talk about phone apps? 
ghost radar. People actually take that shit seriously, which is fun. Um, and apps that actually create pictures of ghosts, which are so easily debunked. You're, you're just so silly that no, I'm not going to discuss you. It's not worth my time. Full spectrum cameras. Um, 25 years of investigating, I've never seen a picture that I would consider paranormal. So I don't know how changing the hue changes it up. No, I've never seen a full spectrum picture that changes anything up. They look cool. Um, they're certainly more dramatic. Uh, I've never owned a full spectrum camera, so maybe I, I shouldn't have that opinion. Unlike the SLS, which I used on a bunch of investigations to get an opinion, I've never used a full spectrum camera, but I've never seen an impressive picture of a full spectrum camera. Mm, further on, further on. Well, this is my professional list, as most people can see, that this is what I always have. We're getting there. Uh, dowsing rods. If you're trying to find a well for your house, why do people use dowsing rods? I mean, they're so easily manipulated with the hands. I mean, you get the kinds that actually have like the the floating rods, and you just you know lean them in a little bit and you look across. Um, there's there's like geophysical reasons why dowsing rods will uh, rods will go off. We'll use them for investigation. Ouija board. Ouija board's a board game. Uh, I don't necessarily know, but if it's going to bring you evil to your house. But uh, that I don't get. I don't get that whatsoever. And pendulum, uh, something that you know, lifting a puppet, you're down, your hand, the motion, people walking across the floor will make that spin. I'm sure a lot of people uh, in certain religious communities are going to barb on me about that there. But pendulum to me doesn't exactly signify to me anything that is uh, reliable. Trigger objects. Okay. Turner objects, I, I could be argued with those. We, we've got a boo bear. Nothing like paying 170 bucks for a bear. Um, yeah, I'll admit to getting it because I saw a bunch of teams using it. Um, the only reason I'm still using it is because we've gotten some compelling evidence based off a trigger. Um, on a few cases, specifically aimed at children. Uh, hey. You know, I mean, if you're getting some results, that's fine. It could be completely useless. It's definitely overpriced. Uh, and we definitely could have just had like a, some kind of meter and a teddy bear. But I got blue bear. Uh, still too much money. Uh, outrightly, the, there, there's equipment that you could be buying that is worth it. Uh, the trigger balls, little kitty balls you're seeing. Uh, you can buy them on Amazon, four bucks. Uh, we actually had a case where this came into play last time which I'm excited for. I'm glad I only paid four bucks for them because there's another place that is remarketing them, repackaging them, and selling them for much more than that, which is kind of not good. Uh, you know, just go on Amazon and buy them. You know, if you're going to spend your money on things, spend your money on, like, audio devices. Spend your money on an audio device that uh, doesn't wave format so that it's not compressed. If your audio device does uh, MP3 format, that's not going to be good for you uh, because it, it literally compresses it. They're made for, for music transition, right? Or, um, sharing music right? and making big files small, you know? So you compress it so when you're looking at it on an audio program, uh, you're just flatlining it. And all you're getting is just the spikes of music or, or voice. 
if you're going to spend your money out there, and this is where I'm going into like new teams, um, audio is great. If you want to spend some money on audio, I spend a lot of money on audio. Um, we chose to. Uh, spend your money on some decent video, I'd say. Uh, unfortunately, night shot cameras are getting more expensive because Sony you know, discontinued their cheaper ones. Uh, I mean, I got uh, an import one for about 180 bucks, but it's got tinny sound, so I tend to sit, stick more to my Panasonic, which cost me 1800 bucks. Uh, cameras to monitor stuff. Right now, I'm talking to you on a little Sony action cam. It's great. It's awesome. I've got like keep the batteries for it because I use it for everything. Uh, tripods, uh, data recorders. I'm still working with data recorders because I'm, I'm meeting you know at this stage of my my investigation. I've moved on to different different things, one of which is seeing trends and trends developing. One of the best ways to have trends develop is to record data. I'm still working on how to learn that. So my data recorder is is an EDI, which. Uh, you know, it's kind of like when you're going to go data recorder, that's about base. Uh, the other ones I'm not educated enough to use, ones where I'm getting millions and then have, uh, millions of hits and then going years into a trend. It's just not where we're at yet. Um, you know, the proximity panels, that's these, you've probably seen these on a paranormal lockdown. I know I saw them and I contacted Ben Hansen to find out where. They came from. It ended up costing me with import fees and everything about 500 bucks for two of these panels. But they are they're, uh, they're light IR and electrical sensi sensitive. <coughs> That's an overspend in my opinion. It's not required. Uh, the long and the short of it is I have them, and you know, I mean, it's it's a, a scientific device, but certainly spent too much money. You know, spend money on a trap cam. Get a trap cam. Uh, when it comes to things like the REM pod, get a motion sensor. It does the same thing. Uh, you know what I mean? People got all a DVR system. DVR systems don't have to cost you tons of money. Uh, and, and they last a long time. If you want to, if you're going to be doing those kind of monitoring investigations, get a DVR. Spend 350 bucks, get a DVR. I got a baby cam that, that rotates, uh, shows thermal, you can talk through it, and it comes to you, like, and you can listen, uh, with a monitor that's hands-free for like 25 bucks on auction. It's like $75 new. Now you can monitor the room. Great. You know, there's, there's so many easy, simple, cheap things to do where you don't have to go into this sadistic ghost market and buy, you know, this is made for ghost hunting. Just look on, e on eBay. Look on on Amazon for paranormal tools and you're going to pay four times the amount for some of this shit, you know? You know, you're, 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 anything that has ghost attached to it really kind of has a cheaper, more pragmatic, more functional cousin. And then, you know, you're, you're doing it in a, in a method where you're actually going to get a, a, a reading you can understand rather than a flippant, silly voice that uh, makes funny noises that people in the community, and I'm assuming most people in the paranormal community would like other paranormal teams of experience to always admire you, but at least respect your methods and your integrity. You know, if you're basing a case off of uh, a K2 in the middle of the floor, uh, a bunch of orb pictures, an SLS, an SB7, 
and a wonder box there's you know other than the people out there that think this is really cool I want to do this anybody with any grain of research is going to be like I have no interest in that in retrospect it's okay to be one of those newer teams and say you know what it took me some time to learn that this wasn't the optimal thing to do uh, I'm saying to you, uh, 25 years into research and 15 years into running CHOPS, uh, you know, 500 or so investigations, that, yeah, I can see certain devices are a waste of time. And I'm going to invest my money on what matters, take a little less to the case and focus more on the case, use more common sense than anything else. So just thought I'd throw an opinion out there about some of these devices and some of the things that are silly in the field that we do and how some people are wasting their time. I know that's going to get a lot of people annoyed and upset. And that doesn't bother me anymore. So, and you could openly critique my work and what I do. That's okay, because I make mistakes too. I just also like to help by pointing them out. All right, that's it. I'm done.